Welcome to the Find Your Five podcast. I'm your host, Jess Norbury, and I'm a professional model and lifestyle YouTuber. This podcast is designed for you guys and gals out there who need that extra push of motivation in all things health, fitness, modeling, social media, relationships, but most importantly, I'm here to help you find your fire. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Find Your Fire podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day. Whatever you are up to today, I hope it's been awesome. In today's episode, I wanted to sit down and do a solo episode. I hope that's okay. I hope you've been liking the solo episodes at the moment, but I wanted to talk about self-sabotage, comparison, confidence, mainly self-sabotage, I guess. That's like the whole gist of this episode. So let's start by getting into the weekly recap. What the heck has happened this week? Um, I got my taxes done. That was so exciting. (laughs) And I've actually asked my accountant to come on in a future episode and kind of talk about like adulting 101 because he was awesome he was super fun to chat to and I was like yes gotta get him on the podcast so keep an ear out because you'll probably hear all about that in the next few episodes what else did I do I oh Jordy and I booked our four-year anniversary trip to Byron Bay which is so exciting because it is in New South Wales still we can go there and it's going to be so crazy. We're going on a plane, which is kind of freaky. Like, so I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm really, really excited to have a romantic trip away with Geordie. So that's going to be really good. And I will be sure to vlog the entire thing. Don't stress. Also, if you have any ideas of what we should do, sorry, my voice is so croaky today. If you guys have any suggestions on what to do in Byron Bay, please send me a message and let me know because I literally have been there for a day trip when I was maybe 10 or something. So that does not count. If you have any suggestions, please let me know because... I'm very excited. Also fully planned to find and meet uh, Zac Efron while I'm there, you know. This week, I also went and bought myself an Apple Watch. Finally. Oh my goodness. It has been a long time coming. I've been meaning to get one literally since my birthday in April. And I just never got around to it, I guess. Or every time I'd go in to buy it, it'd be out of stock or, you know, they didn't have the color that I wanted. And yeah, it just never worked out until the weekend when I walked in and they were like, yeah, 100%, we've got it. I was like, stop the bus. That is the best thing ever. So I bought it. It was $50 off, which is such a win. And I have been loving it. This is my third day of using it. And I've made sure to like close all my rings. I don't know what it is about it. I just like, oh, feel so accomplished when I close all of my rings and when it tells me to breathe and tells me to stand up. I was like, this is great. So if you need an extra kick of motivation, if you already have an Apple Watch and you just kind of don't use it, I highly recommend putting that back on or getting one because they're... Well, the one I've got, which is the Series 3, is currently $270 at JB Hi-Fi. Highly recommend. It's a great time. Another high of this week is that I've finally gotten my groove back with going to 5.30 a.m. club. Um, if you listen to oh, was it the last episode or the one before, I can't remember, but I kind of lost my why 
for a bit and I was a bit confused as to why I was waking up and being like, I do not want to go. Like I didn't go today because I had something on, but you know, if I can make it, I will. And I've been going like four times a week, which is really, really good. Yeah. I just totally fell out of the habit, which really sucks. And I was really, really upset about it because 530 Club is it means so much to me and so many of my friends go so I get to see them in the morning or just be present with them and it sets me up for a really good day so yeah when I fell out of it I was just so lost and so yeah I just didn't know what was going on with myself I honestly still don't know what it is in particular that made me want to go again but I am just so proud of myself that I'm back. I'm back to it. There's a lot more going on, I think, that I can do at 5.30 Club, which may be another motivator. I'm coming close to the end of working on a project that I've been doing for a while. So it's getting to that exciting stage where I'm nearly done and I'm just finalizing everything off. I always usually say a low of the week, but I honestly can't really think of one. A low of this week. Yeah, no, I've been pretty good. My period's not due for ages, so I haven't been emotional or anything. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's been many lows this week, which is great. Great news. But speak to me in two weeks when my period's coming in. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I had a breakdown about this and this and this. <sighs> anyway, so let's get on to what this episode is actually about, which is self-sabotage. And if you're sitting there going, Jess, what the hell is self-sabotage? I don't even know what it is. It's okay. I've been there too. So pretty much self-sabotage is patterns and behaviors that you do that hold you back from, I guess, doing what you want to do. So things like procrastination, um, negative thought patterns, those sort of things are the main reasons that could potentially be holding us back for what we want to be doing. I guess those are the two most common ones, but there are a whole bunch of other reasons as to why we could be self-sabotaging. Yeah, self-sabotage can honestly affect, I guess, like every aspect of your life career, your friends, your confidence. It has a huge role in our life, whether we know it or not. Um, And it's just a matter of picking up those patterns and behaviors that, yeah, really hold you back. So I feel like this episode is very fitting to my situation that happened a few weeks ago with 5.30 Club. I guess I was kind of setting myself up for failure with self-sabotage. This is a very fitting episode for me and I learned a lot when I was doing my research and writing my notes. So why do we self-sabotage? What is the actual reason why we do it? And I think that it is because of a low belief in ourselves. We lack the confidence. We tell ourselves that we lack intelligence, qualifications. I think this is a huge one for a lot of people. Like we tell ourselves that our qualification is not good enough or that because we don't have the qualification, we're not good enough or our experience within an industry or simply because that we tell ourselves that we are not good enough. As crazy as it sounds, I feel like that is the most common 
answer is that we just don't think that we are enough just as we are. And as humans, we begin to believe what our mind is telling us. And we can use this for the better or for the worse. So you can use it for the better if you're using it towards manifestation, journaling, and everything like that. But for self-sabotage, our mind can be quite nasty and tell us things that we start to believe. And it could be totally false. It's just a game that our mind likes to play. It just becomes a point of when we start noticing those patterns and behaviors and stopping it right then and there. This is why I love affirmations because it forces me to encourage myself, whether I believe it or not. If I keep on telling myself a sentence or a phrase over and over again, eventually my brain will start to believe it. So if you don't believe the affirmation at first, Keep on repeating it to yourself and eventually your brain will go, oh, that is true. That's right. Oh yeah, I am good enough. For me at the moment, I think my go-to affirmation is I have the power to create change because I feel like I'm just this little teeny tiny human that cannot do much impact in the world. But in reality, I can and I keep on telling myself this like you have the power to create change and over time I have trained my brain to believe that and now that's what is in my brain. I know I have the power to create change and I know other people do as well. So find an affirmation or a quote or something that resonates really well with you even if it just is I am good enough as I am that is a great way to start and making your brain believe them because That means it has less time to worry about those negative and self-sabotaging thoughts that may come through. So the moral of that story, I guess, is that we can switch our brains to think better and to be better and to be kinder to ourselves. So when I was doing my research on this episode, I came across a few articles that I was really intrigued by. And something I did read is that we feel better, like quote unquote better, If we are in control by accepting the negative outcome ahead of time. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so, so, so true. So I don't know, for an example, say you are going for a job interview and you're telling yourself ahead of time because you want to be in control. Oh, I'm not going to get this job anyway, but I'll still go to the interview because you're setting yourself up for a negative outcome. And I'm so guilty. I've definitely been there before where I've been in a situation where I've preemptively given myself a negative outcome or I've, for example, gone to a modeling agency and be like, I'm not going to get in anyway, but I'll, I'll still go and chat to them, but I'm not going to get in so that I'm preparing myself and in control for the failure, which I think if I had gone in there being like, I've got this, I'm good enough. If they want me, they'll take me sort of thing. I think that would have been such a better mindset to go into a situation like that. And yeah, but how true is that? We totally set ourselves up for a negative outcome, which is so bizarre. Why do we do that? Where did that come from? So this sort of pattern is a huge self-sabotaging pattern to realize. If you're the sort of person who does this, this is your warning to pick it up. And every time you find yourself in situations where you are predicting the outcome as negative, try and switch that around. Try and switch your mindset because 
you know, some situations are totally out of our control and that is fine. But as long as you are telling yourself that you are good enough and you are deserving enough of what is to come, I think that'll make a huge difference. I also wanted to include in this episode how to know if you are self-sabotaging because this is a huge thing. I didn't really know I was doing it until I read over these questions. I was like, oh girl, <laughs> maybe I am. And this was a huge turning point for me for getting back into 530 Club. And I was like, I'm so self-sabotaging myself and setting myself up for failure by doing things like this. So how to know if you're doing it. These are some questions that I am going to ask you guys and in your head you can either, well, you can either write it down or say it out loud, but do these questions resonate with you? So the first question is, do I put myself into a box? Would you put yourself into a box that is purely career? Would you put yourself into a particular category? And if the answer is yes, then more often than not, you're probably self-sabotaging because you are limiting yourself to only one thing. Life is not just your career. I totally get that our career is a huge part of our life, but it shouldn't be all of it. We as humans have so many different qualities that needed to be explored and also our little hobbies, you know, there is so much to every single person and sometimes people do forget that and they get stuck in a routine and being like, oh, I'm this, I need to stick inside this box in order to be successful or because that is your comfort zone. The next question is, do I lack consistency? This one, oh my God. Coming back to the 5.30 topic, I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) Because I was, I would try for a day and then the next day I'd be like, oh no, like can't be bothered sort of thing. So that was a big yes for me. I was lacking a lot of consistency by not going. Like, yes, I have consistency in other aspects of my life, but in the thing that I truly wanted to not self-sabotage in, I did not have consistency. So that was a huge one for me. Do I avoid what needs to be done by procrastinating? Amen to that. And I feel like that is kind of me with the podcast because I do have time in the day to do it. And I'm telling myself this now as I'm sitting here recording this, I do have time. I do have time to put more energy into this potty. Not even that I'm procrastinating hard or anything. It's just like, I know I can, you know, make time for it and prioritize it. I feel like I've said this in a million different episodes, but I think if you start switching the way that you prioritize things or say you don't have time for something and then switching it and saying, I don't do this certain thing or I don't have this certain thing because it's not my priority instead of saying you don't have time for it. Um, I think that makes the biggest difference to figuring out what should be at the top of your priority list. So say, for example, I didn't go to the gym today because I didn't have the time. Flip it around. I didn't have time to go to the gym today because it wasn't my priority. And that's okay if it truly isn't your priority and you you might be a mom, you might be a dad, you have children or, you know, other things that need to come first or it purely just doesn't work. As long as you can recognize that it's not a priority, that's fine. But I think it just makes you 
step back and realize what is important and what you really truly want out of your dream life. Okay, next question is, do I focus more on the negative outcomes rather than the positive? Now, this next question is relating to that pattern that I was talking about before, and that is, do I focus more on negative outcomes rather than positives? So I guess I'll leave those questions with you guys. You can have a little think about it. Maybe it'll help you with prioritizing, consistency, procrastinating, just having a little think about those and getting those ideas flowing through your mind is super important. But I wanted to chat about I guess, rising above self-sabotage next because that is what we are all here to hear, here to hear. And I want you guys to make a list of all of the things that prevent you from your dream life or what you think prevents you from living your dream life. Write down every single thing that comes to your mind. No one has to read this. It is purely just for you. But making a list of all of those things could really help you identify what is actually in your control, like confidence, complaining, comparison. I feel like those are all things that are totally within our reach and they absolutely could be holding you back. So yeah, write a little list and see what you come up with and see what you can control. So the next topic I wanted to talk about was comparison and confidence. And this is something I've been meaning to talk about for, oh my gosh, so long. And I've talked to my amazing friends about this so much. And I think we've uncovered a lot about ourselves and come to an awesome conclusion that you know, really works for me when it comes to comparison. I think I'm at the stage of my life where I rarely compare myself to anyone else. I've retrained, rewired, whatever you want to call it, my brain into looking at other people and not feeling like I could be better or I could be doing something different like them if they're successful. Um, I can look at someone and completely appreciate all that they are without even questioning myself and without questioning my own self-worth. I used to be the sort of person who would just completely unfollow someone who I was jealous of or who I, you know, aspired to look like or something like that. But I guess now I'm at the stage of my life where I understand genetics and I understand that everyone is on a different chapter, on a different road And some people are just super successful and that is amazing for them. And I can look at them and go, fire out. She is absolutely killing it. Go her. That is amazing. I heard in Ella's podcast, she was talking about it the other day. She was saying you can't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. And I couldn't agree more. So I think it's a matter of retraining your thought patterns to, I guess, not compare yourself in that way and reminding yourself that everyone is on on their own journey, Um, whether it is a fitness journey or whether it is a new career path, especially in social media, it's very easy to get caught up in what you think you should be doing or what you think you should quote unquote look like. You are in your own lane. You are in control of your life And every single person is on a different journey and they're all at different stages of that journey, 
No two people are going to look the same. Even the most identical of twins are never going to have the same path that they follow. And that's definitely something that I've learned in the last few years, being on social media and feeling like I have to be, you know, a particular way or film a particular way or upload a particular sort of video. But that is just not me. I'm so stoked with, you know, the body that I have and it works and I'm yeah, I'm really happy with the journey that I've chosen and the journey that I'm on. But honestly, what frustrates me even more, you know, I feel like I'm at such a great place with not comparing myself, but it's when others compare me for me. You know what I mean? Like they'll compare me to someone else without me even asking. And I'm like, what the heck? It makes no sense. And Talking about Ella again, she made a video a few days ago kind of talking about how people were comparing her to other YouTubers based on just like the style of content and it was just ridiculous and it sucks because it's the same in every single industry whether you're an athlete or whether you're a YouTuber or whether you're a cafe manager. I don't know why but for some reason it is ingrained in most of our brains to automatically compare someone to someone else in a similar field and it drives me absolutely crazy like when I get comments saying oh you remind me of so-and-so or like oh my gosh so-and-so just did this video why are you trying to copy this person I'm like shut up oh my god (laughs) drives me absolutely crazy so if you guys are ever experiencing something like this or even if you notice yourself unintentionally doing this to anyone around you just being like oh you remind me of so-and-so or you just find yourself thinking about I guess comparing someone to someone else just try and catch yourself out because it's a really bad habit to get into fun fact I've even had an article written about me comparing me to somebody else and it was so annoying I was like what the heck these people are pulling these facts out their bum hole and they were just saying oh and she has this and this and this which is exactly the same condition that so-and-so has and I was like what I didn't even know I had that condition but okay so coming back to the topic to retrain your brain to not compare yourself to other people try and catch yourself out when you are comparing other people to other people because the more you can realize that comparison is just such a thing that goes around in our brains so often if you can catch yourself out and just realize oh I shouldn't be doing that you know um, I think that's a really good step forward. And that might be the first step to not comparing yourself is just not comparing others and just appreciating everyone for who they are as individual people. And then hopefully that'll reciprocate back onto you and you can appreciate yourself for who you are. Sorry for the tangent, but I hope that kind of makes sense. But I do have an entire podcast episode dedicated to the key to confidence. If you guys want to listen to that one, I recorded it last year, I think, but I still resonate with all the things that I said. So if you want some tips on gaining a bit of self-confidence and how to deal with certain situations that you might not be as comfortable and confident in, I'd highly recommend going and listening to that episode because I dive really deep into self-confidence and my tips and tricks and things that I've learned over the years. So definitely go and give that one a listen. If confidence is something that you want to know a little bit more about and get some advice, 
But yeah, I will leave that episode here. I really hope this helped in one way or another. If you guys enjoy these solo episodes, please let me know. I love hearing your feedback. I love reading your reviews. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want to follow me beyond this podcast, my YouTube is Jessie Norbury. My Instagram is Jessie Norbs with a Z and my podcast Instagram is at Find Your Fire Podcast. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll chat to you very, very soon. Bye.